Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the I'm Not A Runner podcast. Um, today, I'm joined here with Liz Woolnoff. So, is that how I pronounce your last name? Yeah, well done. Do right. Well, okay, sweet. Um, so, Liz is someone who's, you know, been in and around running science for a while and has recently got some new shoes from us, which I, I fitted, um, and I hear they're quite good. Yes, they are quite good. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. We're not here to talk shoes. Um, we're both quite injured at the moment. Um, yours is a bit more recent than mine, but we're just going to be talking about the, how injury, obviously Liz is running first of all, and then how, you know, to cope with injury, how, you know, the struggles you go through when you're injured. Um, because we figured that right now everyone's probably been running more than they have in the past because they've got a lot more time most of the time. So yeah, we're just here to chat about, you know, all things that. But first of all, we'll just talk about how you got into running initially. Okay. Um, I started running in, I did a little bit in first year uni. Mm -hmm. I think I did about two Ks at a time and I thought, why does anyone want to do this? It's horrible. (laughs) And, you know, getting puffed out felt awful. And then I I had a bit of a break because I was actually doing much more horse riding than I was doing running. And then, you know, being a uni student, you get a bit poor. Horse riding is not cheap. Um, So (laughs) I read... um, I read that stupid book, Born to Run. Born to Run. Oh, and classic. Oh, <laughs> I say stupid because that actually put me out for a year. So I, um, right. yeah, I did City to Surf in 2015. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that, that was okay, but I, I decided to start uh, taking up running on the beach barefoot um, and after reading this bloody book. And uh, I, I was doing sort of 5Ks a day on soft sand and I was thinking, gosh, this kind of really hurts, but not in a good way. Yeah. So that was a year off, probably a bit a bit more than a year. Right. So yeah. it's been kind of a love-hate relationship. And then recently... <laughs> I um I started back again and I did a half marathon in in 2018 and I really loved it and I was you know aspiring towards hopefully doing a marathon early 2019 and mm-hmm. then I had a really bad injury where I actually um I stepped on like a barbecue grill like the leg of a barbecue grill and it went right through my foot and oh. so, so that that was another setback um, right yeah so that was the beginning of last year um, I still can't feel my the the toes on my left foot, um, right foot, sorry, right foot, it's right foot. And, <laughs> Wrong, um, yeah. <laughs> but I was lucky enough that that was only like a month off. So maybe, really? yeah, I was, I didn't break anything, but I'll tell you what, it was seriously disgusting. I, I can imagine. Yeah. It was not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, yeah, okay. yeah. So, and then since then, you know, I joined, um, started coming, going to the training sessions in the morning and mm-hmm. I absolutely loved it. You know, it's, it's so nice doing speed work, not by yourself, yeah. you know, getting pushed by all the other amazing people there. It's yeah. yeah. So since then it's, it's been pretty steady. There's been a couple of hiccups along the way. Unfortunately right now it's a bit of a hiccup, but you know, what can you do? Yep. You gotta, as you, as you know, you just keep going and keep going. <laughs> Hopefully don't tread on any more grills and yeah. just hope for the best really. Yeah. All right. So your, your running journey has been up and down. It's been up and down. For sure. And I didn't actually realise any of that. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Which, so we've got the perfect person to talk about injury with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. So, how, like, obviously, we could talk about the load side of things, how you kind of built back up from injuries, but we've kind of talked about that in the past. So, I think let's talk about how, how have you coped with them? Like, yeah, from, you know, if you want to pick out one or talk about all of them together, um, up to you. 
Probably, I mean, if we talk about the first one, the the book-induced injury. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would say that I actually sort of thought that I wouldn't run again. I thought that was it. So right. I got, you know, really into that just gym stuff. and mm-hmm. But that, I don't know, it just wasn't doing it for me. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I thought I'd just give it a go then. But, I mean, I haven't ever stopped exercising. I haven't stopped yeah. um, moving per yeah. se. So that's been really helpful. I think if I'd stopped going to the gym and stopped mm. doing everything, I would have found it really hard to get back into it. Yeah. But um, keeping kind of the cardio side of life up yep. it's really helpful yeah okay yeah and didn't make going into back into running so scary which mm. as we know it's scary <laughs> yeah yeah right yeah so i don't know it's been a bit of a journey but <laughs> here we are yeah here we are hopefully you're gonna be going for another run very soon well i'm gonna try and hobble out this afternoon <laughs> see what happens <laughs> yeah um so you, you keep getting injured, but you keep coming back to running. Yeah. Um, Why do you think, you know, it's something that's caused you so much pain over the years. Why why running and why not just stick to your gym work or, you know, cycling? You said you hate cycling. Yeah. Why running? Why running? Well, it's a good question. You know, <laughs> that, that, there's that whole thing, you know, people started talking about that. You hear about the runner's high and all this mm-hmm. sort of stuff. I've got to say, I think it does exist. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And um, I don't really get that with any other form of sport unless it's horse riding. But, you know, yeah, it's not really an option right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's why I've stuck with it. I mean, through all the pain and, you know, annoyance that, that you do get with running, mm. it does make it worth it. And, you know, pushing through a hard run, getting to the end and, and knowing that you've kind of got the mental strength in you to, to mm. push that hard is, is kind of an exciting thing. Um, yeah. And, you know, doing races and, and even if you don't get, you know, your, your PB, but if you, you get to the end of the race and you know that you've achieved something, mm. it's it's nice. It's one of those sports where you can see it on paper, you know, yeah. how far you've gone. It's not like, you know, you're lifting weights endlessly at the gym. You have to take pictures. It's all like, Ugh. Yeah, yeah. You've got to write it down for write months it, yeah, and months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Running, you just switch the watch on and then off you go. Off you go. So, yeah, it's, also, it's just kind of like meditating for me as well, I think. Yeah. A lot of people have been saying that. Really? Um, which is something I, I, I you know, I have dabbled in a little bit of meditation, like actual meditation yeah. myself, but it's always been a little bit like interesting. I'm just someone who's, my mind's always same. rushing the whole time. <laughs> Me too. Whereas, yeah, you know, I, I definitely find the same thing running. Um, you kind of go out. Do you listen to music when you run? No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, another common thread. Um, the people who are, who enjoy their running, I find aren't listening to music. Um, That's a new thing. I used to always listen to music. Same. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Funny that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I think I think the meditative side of it, it, it is really important, and obviously sounds like that's one of the big reasons you keep coming back to it is yeah. you just don't get the same kind of feelings in the gym or you know cycling or yeah. whatever else it is. Um, and I think that's really important to kind of like dive into because obviously everyone has all these other things going on in their lives. You know, for not not many of you listening will running be your whole life. Yeah, um, I think we all wish it could be. Yeah, I wish. Uh, um, that'd be great, but. How do you think, or do you think running helps you, you know, in just life overall? And if so, kind of how? I think, I mean, I, I definitely think it does. Um, so, you know, my line of work, because I'm in the Australian Chamber Orchestra, we do, we, we perform a lot. Um, mm. 
we tour a lot and, yeah. you know, there's a lot of nerves that go with that mm. at times. Um, and I've really found, especially the past year, you know, really getting into the running science sessions and stuff like that, um, it's really helped uh, dealing with the nerves and, you know, getting my head into it, into a good frame of mind, getting ready to go out on stage that I actually hadn't had before I started doing a lot of running. Yeah, right. Um, so I don't know what the link is there. I'm not <laughs> thinking about music when I'm running. I'm thinking about, you <laughs> yeah. know, not stopping. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. It's just been it's been really helpful with dealing with a, you know, busy lifestyle of touring mm. nationally and internationally. It's something that you can do anywhere in the world. Yeah. Um, all you need is a pair of shoes. Yeah. All really? you need is a pair of shoes and hopefully you're not injured. So Yeah. 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 I th- I've it's been really helpful with that and you know, stressful work situations, you just go out for a run and it's sort of Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Seems fine. Yeah, exactly. It just kinda like you know, you, you had a long day at work or you had a fight with someone or whatever it is, you kinda just go out for a run and instantly after it it's all just pushed aside everything's all good yeah i don't know if it's an escape method but you know i mm. guess it's a healthy escape method it is it's much better than alcohol it, it is <laughs> <laughs> exactly so yeah which is the other kind of common one yeah um yeah no i think if anyone's you know obviously exercise addiction is a is a thing but it's one of the best escape mechanisms oh, you can yeah. have i reckon yeah it'll make you live longer <laughs> yeah exactly um, i'm definitely addicted yeah yeah but that's cool i don't mind <laughs> yeah i was gonna say there are worse things to be addicted yeah, exactly to. um yeah, so so it helps you kind of calm the nerves, um, or n- because normally I would have thought that's kind of like something that happens afterwards, like yeah. straight after you know you have the kind of run as high. But you're saying that that just has kind of transcended running itself, and it, it's more just you're less nervous. Yeah. Going stage. Do you do you run before a, uh, a concert or something? Or? Yeah, I mean, you know, if we have the if I do this a session in the morning, so that's quite early, you know, we get there yeah. at 5.45, yeah. then I have, say, an 8 o'clock concert. Yeah. That's a little bit tricky. I mean, obviously, during, I'd have to just sit down for lie down for a second. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's be- being tired seems to really help. Yeah. I just sort of think, gosh, I'm tired, and then I don't really think about being nervous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's Fair not enough. much to think about. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm not really sure. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, because... Uh, okay, everyone kind of talks about their focus and, you know, they just, I, I guess a lot of that excess energy. That yeah, I do have a lot of that too. So yeah, probably I'm the gets, same. gets like rid of that. Always going. Um, and I guess that excess energy is normally what becomes the negative kind of energy is, you know, you, obviously you, you don't want to be too tired. So, you know, can't play. Yeah. Which, what do you play? I play viola. Ah, lovely. Um, <laughs> okay. So, yeah, because obviously... You, you don't want to be tired. You want to still be able to play. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, in whatever work you're doing, you, you want to be able to focus. You want to be able to do what you're doing. You don't want to be too tired. Yeah. Um, part of that kind of comes back to eating as well, so you're refueling your body. But, yeah, it's interesting. It, 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 I do agree. It definitely gets rid of that excess mm. energy. Um, yeah, that's actually – that's really cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no, I just like, – I'd never really thought about it. Um, becoming like an anti-anxiety kind of thing. Yeah. Because that's essentially what it sounds like. Oh, definitely. Like. I mean, it's it's kind of, I don't really know how to explain it, but if I don't go for a run or mm. exercise for a couple of days, it's like there's just so much going on in my mind that's just mm. unnecessary. Yeah. Um, just 
probably probably makes me you know insufferable to be around. And <laughs> it does for me. I yeah, know. <laughs> I really feel for my partner when I'm around and he and in, well when he's around and I'm like that. I just yeah. he should just put me outside for a bit and <laughs> yeah yeah let me run it off. But um yeah, there's actually a few people in our orchestra who who do a fair bit of running. No right. Yeah, so it seems to be. It's yeah, it's quite a popular thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's one of the best. Like you know, it can't be popular enough. No, I need it. Um, I, I think that too. Yeah. So, okay. Now, when you you obviously can use running to get rid of a lot of excess energy. How obviously being injured a few times in the past, um, how have you managed to get rid of all that excess energy without being able to run? Without being able to run, um, well. I mean, like I said, I did a bit of cycling yep. um, and I, I can sort of push through it. Um, it's not enjoyable really right. for me, <laughs> yep. I'll say. Sorry, cyclists. But <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it so much, but I do know that in the, in, in the end, the result mm. for me and everyone around me is much better mm. if I do just do it anyway because I still feel good afterwards. Yeah. I just don't feel that sort of – It's not the same kind of no, zen kind of calmness. No, exactly. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool, I did a workout, you know, it's fine. Um, yeah. But – yeah, there's something about the running that I just I like. I like the whole feeling of it. I yeah. like you know lacing up the shoes, getting yeah. out there, being yeah. able to like eat and run at the same time. You know, <laughs> scoffing some gels. That's yeah. fun. <laughs> I was like, good way to get some sugar in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a few lollies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and so I've been doing that, and then you know, thank God for YouTube workouts there. Mm, I'm saying a lot of them these days at the moment oh, as well, yeah. which is good. Yeah, that um, bought myself some kettlebells. You can do a lot with a kettlebell. It's amazing. I was going to say, when you've got no other options, I've been using a gas bottle as a kettlebell. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, awkward. Yeah, oh, it's a little bit big, but yeah. <laughs> it works. Yeah, that's a good idea, actually. <laughs> it got me thinking. Yeah. No, I, like I've been using a gas bottle and I've got a big, heavy vice at home. It's probably like 15, 20 kilos. Oh, that's good. Nice. Um, so, yeah, that, they've been my weights at home. That's amazing. <laughs> um, but I've actually been doing a lot more plyometrics. Okay, yeah. Which has been really, really good for my running. Um, oh, you know, my running when running I get back to happen. running. <laughs> yeah. My, my, yeah, it's like the end of my rehab. Um, yeah. But I'm just so glad that, you know, obviously I've had a fair time off running um, that I'm not in an earlier stage of my yeah, rehab. Yeah, yeah. Because if I was someone who, you know, needed to do some like moderate weights in the gym and I needed some like machines or something, Oh, you'd be I'd in just trouble. be screwed. Yeah. Um, and machines are a bit bit more expensive to buy than they kettlebells. Are, so expe- <laughs> yeah, kettlebells. I mean, even them, they're not oh, that cheap. There was massive inflation in prices. Oh yeah. I, I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I bought two eight kilo ones, and that mm. was hundred and twenty bucks. Really? Yeah. Yeah. My physio actually tried to get me some, um, but wasn't able to. Yeah. This was super lucky. Someone cancelled yeah. an order, but yeah. <laughs> Really lucky. Far out, yeah. Because I know so many people were scrambling for weights because obviously the gym's closed. Yeah. And then prices went through the roof and then they just couldn't get any more. I know. And I reckon there's going to be heaps on the market pretty soon. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, good good time to set up a home gym after. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. Crisis. Definitely. $5 kettlebells. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone's like, why have I got a squat rack in my lounge room? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. All right. So you, you found that, you know, doing other kind of exercises helped get rid of that nervous energy. 
Have you been doing much walking at all by any chance? Um, I do a bit of walking, but, you know, this sounds really stupid. It's just, mm. just too slow. Yeah. It takes forever takes to get anywhere. Yeah. Oh, went for, <laughs> went for like a 5K walk the other day and I was just, mm. oh, so tedious. Yeah. I actually um, <laughs> stopped at Wayward Brewing and got myself a beer to make it easier. So, <laughs> a bit more enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, that helped. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah, okay. No, because I know obviously – Walking's been the kind of new trend. Nice, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, everyone's kind of like, oh, let's go for a chat. All right, let's go for a walk. Um, it's been like the only way to catch up good. with people. I was going to say, like, I think walking meetings should become a thing. Definitely. I think it's just great. Um, but yeah, no, interesting. Because I know some people, you know, love walking and a lot of people don't because especially as a type A kind of person, like yeah. I'm sure you are. Yeah, I think um, so. <laughs> most, most runners are. Um, it, it's definitely something that's very slow and unless you're you know talking to someone it's probably all right but by yourself it's just like i've gone on an hour walk and i've got like six k's yeah exactly (laughs) because you're always comparing it to what you do on a run i could have run 12 in this time yeah exactly i was tracking it as well i said you're quick keep my average up to six (laughs) k's (laughs) so stupid i know i know um yeah far out (laughs) (laughs) yeah um okay so you, you keep coming back to running because it gives you that kind of meditative state. We've kind of talked about that. Um, why don't we talk about, like, obviously you run because it feels good. Yeah. Um, but what, do you, what else do you think other than that kind of focus that, that running has kind of contributed to your life? A lot of people who I've talked to before have been like, you know, it helps me do like planning and like goal setting. Yeah. Like obviously prepping for races, you've got a plan and you do all that. Do you do that yourself? Do you get a coach do it or like? Um, I do it myself, but yeah. I'm not very good at it clearly because I keep getting injured. <laughs> I mean, I do, yeah. I do. I'm pretty happy with the times that I've managed to do by myself, mm. but it's it's kind of like explosive. The last five weeks before a race is just like run as fast as you can as much as possible, and yeah, works for the short term, but but <laughs> not for the yeah, long term. Here we are. Yeah, here we are. Yeah. Um. So, I I think it's probably now time to consider getting you know someone to say hey slow Look, slow, slow down. down yeah you can still run you don't have to you know bust yourself and have like a hundred and eighty heartbeat average shows you run <laughs> it's okay yeah yeah um because I I tra- kind of do it all myself as well um I just enjoy it yeah um and it is so hard to to tone it down yeah you kind of I always go through like bursts where I plan like a month or two months ahead. Um, That's what I just did. And then you hit like one little setback at the start. And you're like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I've got to keep going. Yeah, exactly. And then it just compounds and compounds and compounds. And yeah. just that little bit at the start, if you had someone else telling you, okay, look, slow okay. down. Yeah. Like this one week that you kind of toned down isn't going to. No, I know. You. That's the thing. I don't know why. And I, I you, in you know theory, that. I know that. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like, a, you know, I think with playing viola and, you know, getting into an orchestra like mm. the Australian Chamber Orchestra, there's there's a lot of pressure. And I, I mm. can't, I, I tend to translate the pressure of that onto myself with running. Yeah. Even though it's two different things. Um, it's completely unrelated. Yeah. It's completely unrelated. I mean, you know, you have to have the discipline and stuff like that. But yeah. Like if you if you play viola a bit too much during one day, you're kind of going to be fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you run too much in one day, well, that could kind of screw you over for the next few weeks, really. Yeah, and you know it might be fine, the on the day. Yeah. But if you get again start running afterwards and and do more the next day or you know do more that whole week. Yeah. Um and don't take take a step back, 
that's when you pay for it. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, no. So you said the pressure of your work contribute like flows into your running, yeah. and then do you, do you start to do more running, or like how how does that work? Um, I think. I like to stick to it. I sort of create a schedule for myself running-wise yeah. yeah. and I, I kind of get a bit stressed out when I can't do it, even though, yeah. like, in theory, it's a stupid, crazy schedule. I do, like, well, three speed sessions in a week and then, you know, something. And <laughs> it's no wonder I'm screwed, really. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of hard running. Yeah, it's a lot of hard running and I think I'm finally getting the point now that what's mm. only, like, what, 84? 85% of your running should be pretty chilled out. Yeah. That's kind of a new concept for me. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, oh, well, a lot of people don't know that. A lot of like, like, I feel like the majority of people would kind of think, obviously, if I want to be faster, I've got to run fast. Yeah. Which. It's been your kind of that's belief. That's been my obviously. belief. Yeah. But, you know, things go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, and have people tried to tell you in the past like you're running too much slow down or like uh, anything like that Fletch mentioned a couple of times <laughs> he, he's, yep. he's like I can see where you're going so yeah. been, to right. see, been to see Phil a few times he's sort of you know hinted uh, the same on the same thing yeah but once I you know I, I actually need to take it easy today because I'm you know planning on going for a little little run mm. I need to make sure that when I feel good that I don't go oh good I'll just go back to what 180 beats yeah, a minute <laughs> exactly yeah so so, yeah, that's my main problem mm. is when I get back into it, I just do the same thing yeah. every time. So I've always, like, because I've studied a lot of the kind of how training works and how it affects the body, uh, it all seems obvious to me. Yeah. But well, it, it, it clearly isn't. And, and like, my mum's the same. She, her go-to pace was, like, five-minute pace. Um, and now she's kind of get after, like, six years off running because she got injured. Um, that's a long time. Wow. Yeah. Oh, she kind of just gave, she kind of thought, you know, running is just not for me. I'm, I can't run because I got injured last time. Right. Yeah. Um, it turned, cause I think I was like 12 or 13 at the time. Obviously didn't know what I know now. Yeah. yeah. Um, she, she was running once a week for a marathon. Oh, wow. And her one run was like a 30, her, the two weeks before the marathon, it was a 36 K. Goodness. And that was all, all the running she was doing. Once a week, one big long run. It's <laughs> um, amazing. <laughs> so fair to say, she fell apart at the end of the marathon. Yeah. Um, but now she's getting back into it, and she she wants to run at the same pace she was running at before. Mm. Even though she, you know she was still training, but she wasn't training as much as she should have been potentially, um, or doing too much in one go. Um, she really wants to get back to that same pace, and I've been really trying to convince her. Mum, you just need to run slowly. Yeah, yeah. Like oh. that's a good pace for a full marathon. I was insane. She and she was what fifty odd. Wow. So you know, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, she, she. I just couldn't get into her head that she needs to run slowly. Um. So I'm interested to see why. Why were you running fast? Why was I running fast? Or why do I run fast? I'm stupid. It's because I both. <laughs> well, um. I think I start off slow. I even mm. I even set an alert to say when I've gone too fast. Yeah. But I don't know. It's like I think my watch just gives up on me. Like three k's and it <laughs> stops giving me that alert. Yeah. So I don't know how to fix Maybe it. Maybe you've just been running too fast for too long. It just gives up. It's I like, oh, she's in the wrong thing. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but um, I know I know in theory that mm. I I I need to slow down because like what's what's the point in running fast for seven k's? I'm not in a race. I'm just running around the bay. Yeah. Um. 
I don't know. I think I, I just I get so competitive with myself. Yeah, that's her. That's my mom's problem as yeah, well. Yeah, I get competitive with myself. I see the numbers on Strava, and I just I can't help yeah. my. I kind of missed the days where I didn't have a watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, even though you, you may know that having a watch maybe isn't the best thing for you. You won't take it off. I'm not taking it off. God, no. It's not oh, Strava. No. My goodness. I mean, <laughs> I need to know my step count for the day as well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, I've done nothing. <laughs> and then you go out for another run. Yeah, you exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's not on Strava. It didn't happen. Exactly. Um, so now you kind of know you need to run a bit slower. Do you know why it's important to run slower? Uh, well, I need to give my, myself a chance to recover. Mm. Um. And I think by running in that zone, I'm, you know, sort of learning a bit about heart rate zones and stuff mm-hmm. like yeah. that. And by, you know, running in zone two to three, mm. you actually, you give yourself way more of a chance than if you're fatiguing yourself at four and five for, you know, six, five, six times a week. Like, yeah. you know, it's just sort of training overload. Um, Bingo. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. And why do I do it? Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I should practice what I preach. I don't preach it. I just don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Um, all right. The, you, you bang on there. It's about, you know, if you're running. And the thing is, is you can't, you can only run so fast, something like 7K. You know, you, you, you can't, like, absolutely, you're not running very fast. You can sprint a lot faster. Yeah. Like a K or. You know, you can run at like a moderately fast kind of yeah. pace for seven. And and the whole kind of theory behind that and the whole kind of 80-20 rule is that that middle zone running is, is what they reckon to do like 4% off. Right. Um, so barely anything. Yeah. Um, because it doesn't really do anything for you because it doesn't get you faster because you're not going fast. Yeah. You're going kind of, you know, medium. Yeah. Um, and you're just getting fatigued. So even if you did want to do a shorter speed session, you're going to be a lot slower because yeah, you're well, fatigued that's what was happening. the day before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly what was going on. I'd do a couple of really good speed sessions and mm. go, oh, good, I'm getting faster, and then just compound them, do like, you know, two, three in a row. Yeah. Or go, I'm going to do 50Ks this week and make like, you know, 25 to 30 of those Ks, like you speed. Know, speed and tempo. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> in hindsight, it is. But at the really time, dumb. you think... I'm going. I'm, I'm flying. Yeah, I'm getting really fast. <laughs> yeah, and then queue next week, and I can't like run yeah. 600 meters. Exactly. So, <laughs> I think that's a good thing to remember. Running is only like a good hard session is only as good as your recovery for, from it, because that's kind of how, how the whole kind of adaptation happens. Right? Is you get worse straight afterwards, and then you allow your body to recover, and you kind of return to your baseline, and it's just a little bit higher than before. Um, so. Yeah, doing, you know, speed sessions all the time. And I know a lot of people, especially in the kind of gym world, it's just all high-intensity training. It is, yeah. And I've never quite understood that. Like, in running, it's a little bit different. You can probably do a few speed sessions a week. Yeah. But you need to be running a lot of kilometres, a lot of easy kilometres around that. You know, like you say you're going to do 10Ks of speed work, you'd want to be running, what's that, around, yeah, 50 kilometres a week. Yeah. So you can be getting that 20%. Yeah, exactly. High intensity. And then 40Ks. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you'd probably run a lot. You would say, at, what, 30, 30, 40Ks out of 50 being yeah. speed and then a little bit of kind of easy, but 
probably not no. actually that easy. It's not, it starts off easy, and then I get to that after Iron Cove Bridge <laughs> and it goes downhill, and then I stick you with the, the downhill speed. And, and then yeah. it's, I go, gosh, I'm a bit tired, and I look at the watch, I'm going too fast, and it's just, oh. Yeah. And that's every time I do the bay. <laughs> that's the <laughs> Maybe story. Maybe you should do it the other way around. I think I'm going to do that. Yeah. Might do that. <laughs> then you run today. uphill and just run slower. Yeah, yeah. Um, or it could go the other way, and you could just run uphill and be like, oh, my pace is so slow. Yeah, I've exactly. Fake go. downhill. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but no. Okay, so do you think? Obviously, you've kind of had enough injuries to learn. Or okay. I hope so. what I'm doing is wrong. Um, or it's just not working for me. You know, maybe some people can do it, but it's not you. Yeah, it's not um, me. So going forward, obviously, you know, even if you do program your own stuff, how do you think you'll like make yourself run slowly? Because I know some people struggle with, with just the fact that, you know, I, I feel uncomfortable running slowly. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, I know sort of physically mm. I take kind of a long stride because you know I've got long legs and it's yeah. it's much it's much easier to sort of you know tip forward a bit and then you know knees fall under hips and it's just sort of they, just they keep through. trucking along but yeah. um, cardio wise that's a little bit different you know yeah. I mean I do a fair bit of cardio so I wouldn't say I'm, I'm unfit cardio mm. wise but yeah. it does put a fair bit of strain on the system yeah because a lot, lot less efficient yeah um and it's interesting because I think almost being very cardio fit is almost a curse in running because your legs and muscles won't be quite used to something, but you won't be, you won't be breathing heavily. You're like, yeah, I'm not, I'm noticing not, even, it. I'm not even working. That's I, it. I, I need to go faster. Yeah. And then as Q you know, injury. <laughs> it accumulates and you get injured because your muscles aren't kind of, you know, adapted to it. Um, and it kind of comes back. I was chatting to Phil about it all and he was saying, you know, your cardio system gets better in like a week. Yeah. Whereas muscles and tendons take, you know, a couple of months plus to, to adapt. So if you keep stressing them and trying to work just your cardio system. Yeah. It's not like cycling where you no. can just keep going, going, going. Yeah, that's fine. You're not going to get injured. Yeah, I was but, so bored, but it kept going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can just go forever and you can work a lot harder. Um, and I find your legs always give up first before your cardio. Um, Whereas in running, your legs don't give up at the time. No, they don't. They just, put- the, the fatigue accumulates over days and weeks. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you even on an easy jog or something, you'll just go. Well, that's what it, this was. This run that the yeah right was supposed to be. I mean, it was going to be a long run, but it was it genuinely was going to be slow. Yeah. <laughs> and I was running for six hundred meters, and I thought, I don't think I can. I yeah. can't do this. Right. It's just suddenly, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird thing, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. The hum- like, I think it's the combination of the body and the mind. Yeah. Because your, mi- your mind doesn't always listen to your body. My mind absolutely does not <laughs> listen to my body. <laughs> I think a lot of runners are in the same boat. Yeah. Y- your mind gets in one thing, especially type A personality is what, you know, most runners are. Um, you really just want to keep going, going, going. And you're like, oh no, that's oh, like my knee's a little bit sore. No, 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 just keep pushing through it. It's fine. Like it'll go away. It's probably my head. Um, but it's not actually. It really is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's. <laughs> we could you could talk about the kind of weird things about why we don't listen to our bodies for hours. Uh, so it doesn't uh, make any sense. It doesn't. It's it doesn't. So stupid. <laughs> um, so, all right. So if. You know, obviously a lot of people are probably in the same boat as you, especially having more time, running mm, more. Yeah. Um, 
and just wanting to run more and faster because it feels better. Yeah. Um, at the time, at least. Time. Um, what kind of? Obviously, you've learnt a little bit from this. Hopefully, I hope so. I, hope. I, I have. I didn't. I have. <laughs> what do you think you'd say to people, um, who are you know potentially doing all their runs fast or just doing speed work or something along those lines? How how do you reckon you'd convince them to run slowly? It will catch up with you unless yeah. you're like some sort of super athlete. Um, <laughs> yeah, on steroids or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> on steroids, getting cortisone injections. You know, <laughs> do whatever you can to stop the pain. Yeah. It probably will catch up with you at some point. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, don't check Strava all the time. It doesn't help. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's like how they kind of, everyone kind of says um, – if you've got any kind of body issues, don't keep looking at Instagram Exa- and all the models. It's exactly like it's that. Exactly it the same. is. Um, I call it Strava-itis. It's like you yeah. just keep looking at Strava That's and it I becomes a problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. A story I always tell people is my brother, or he's, you know, he's got some fairly good running friends um, who are a bit faster than him. And he, on his first couple of runs, when he was really kind of getting into it, he was like, all right, I, got, I want to stay below five minute pace. Yeah. And, he was going really well. How do I, I'm like, where my heart rate monitor? We'll keep see what your heart rate does. Try and keep it low. He was doing so well. And then his pace is like 458, 459 for like a 10K run. And then he has this massive hill before our house and he flogged himself right up it because he wanted to keep his pace yeah. up. And I was just like, no. See, that's me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, I, I would say it's 80% of people. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, no, this is, this is not what the plan was. Yeah. Because... Um, I think a great and like a great story to kind of emphasize the importance of running slowly is is one from Stephen Siler, who's the kind of head dude on the 80-20 rule. That's his research area. Um, he the kind of thing that made him start researching it all was he was in Norway watching uh, one of the you know Norway's best um, cross country skiers run up or running, and he saw them. They got to a hill and started walking up it, and he's like, "What? <laughs> this is one of the." fittest people he's ever seen and she's walking up a hill mm. um and then she kind of he sits down with his, with her coach and he was like yeah well you know by running faster and you know going past that threshold even on even just like a couple of times on a run it makes your body have to recover a completely different way right and it takes so much longer okay so even those bursts up hills you know overall you know average heart rate might not be too different that just forces your whole body into a different state of recovery oh. and means you have to recover or you have to take a lot longer to recover than just that below threshold running, um, which is a, a very foreign kind of concept for people. But oh, it, it actually yeah. makes a lot of sense. Oh, it does. It, when, you, when you think oh. about it, it's really obvious. Yeah. If you're working, God. yeah, if you're smashing it up a hill, obviously. Your heart rate's going to go up. Your heart rate goes up and your muscles have to work harder. Yeah. So obviously you're going to recover differently than yeah. if you just jogging and easily barely around you know for however long your run is it's gonna be different yeah um (laughs) you know it sounds so obvious but it it, it doesn't go into practice no it doesn't (laughs) yeah Yeah. Uh, you know you're not alone i feel like it's very easy to think oh you know i'm just stupid like yeah (laughs) i'm sure that's the way yeah yeah but uh, uh, one thing that fascinates me is is why is it such a a thing that doesn't get practiced. Like, I don't know. Why is it so hard? And you know, I don't think anyone has the answers. Otherwise, you know, I think <laughs> no one would get injured. No, I, I think there's a lot to do with it. Not so much in the running community, but you see, you know, there's all these CrossFits, there's the F45, there's all these mm. ads that is you just got people, you know, 
super ripped, mm. just flogging themselves down a down a freeway or whatever. Yeah. Or you read the tempo journal and you hear what they're doing and you think, oh my god, yeah. that's that's insane. Yeah. How are they doing this? And then you sort of try your own. Well, I sort of try my own version. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, maybe there's something to do with that, like yeah. marketing, yeah. just around everything gym-wise. Yeah. If it kind just of fitness, yeah, and health even is, yeah. is that kind of smash yourself and you'll get ripped. Like Nike, like, just do it. I mean, that's not so good actually when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, don't just do it. Actually, you know, think these about things it. take some planning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you can't just go out and run. Yeah. As much as I wish we could, um, it's like you know the whole thing. You know, running's the cheapest sport ever. It's not. It's not. <laughs> Like it is fundamentally, yeah. but when you get into it, it's not. No it's way. like, yes, you can just go out for a run, but if you want to be someone who runs regularly, you've got to plan it a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Um, and, and you've got to plan it with the right knowledge, which I think is the tough thing because we're getting told and shown all these different things. Like you said, the really high intensity stuff, we feel like that's how it has to be for running. But, you know, you can do high intensity gym workouts and stuff and that's, you can get away with it generally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yes, you might just be tired all the time, but you can, you know, that's your fine. choice. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But with running, you, you'll break. Yeah, you will. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so have I. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I, I just think it's a fascinating kind of paradox. It's just yeah. like we're getting told to run harder, faster, longer, yeah. you know, do everything, but really it's not – we just need to run easily. Yeah, run – yeah. And, and then enjoy it more as well. Exactly. And I see these people, you know, part of the Striders Club mm. – and they're doing the 10K races and um, I can't remember his name. He's like, I don't know, 70-something. Mm. He's still going, yeah. you know, and they just truck along. Yeah. Or the, the long races on the sun, the long runs on the Sundays. Yeah. It's just people have been running for years. Exactly. Bang out a 30K. Yeah. Not too fast, just just happens. Just getting, getting it done. Yeah, getting and it done. I think that kind of goal of getting, I think most of us love to be running at that age. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and there's no reason we can't. Really, you know, um, like these people who are doing it, you know, there's a lady who came in the shop the other day who was 80, plus wow. 80, 80, bit over 80. Um, she did the Sunshine Coast Marathon every year and won her age group. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> and, you know, she was just, just a legend. But it's not that hard. You just need to keep running and, and create a running habit that is sustainable. Yeah. I think that's one thing we're trying to do on the podcast is, is create an awareness about that. Is yeah. that, you know, we don't want people who are, going out and smashing themselves for a race in six months' time and then not running for six months because they're injured. It's about, you know, yes, races are fun and races are great, but if they're coming in the way of a healthy running habit, that's not a good thing. I think that was starting to happen Mm. for me because I I had this goal, I thought, because, I mean, my... My last 10K PB was 40 minutes and 40 seconds. Oh. And so, and I just, I bombed out. I went, what? I, I yeah. did exactly what I should have done. I did like three minute 40Ks in the first five and absolutely lost it yeah. for the next five. And yeah. um, it was, it was just so frustrating because yeah. I was so close. Mm. Um, so then I've, you know, I set this goal to get under 40 minutes for 10, which I think, you know, well. Achievable. Achievable. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, it's not like you're saying, oh, I run, run, run on sub 35. Yeah. Like I'm next not race. doing that. That's not happening. <laughs> well, it who could knows? in the future. It but could in the future, but yeah. not now. But, um, you know, and then I thought, okay, well, then I, if I can do that, I can do a half in, you know, one, what's 40 plus 80? So it's 120. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like 123 or something like that. Yeah. So I was thinking I'll do one of those virtual halves and I was, yeah, yeah. go like, okay, now I'm going to do 50Ks in a week after going from like, you know, 30. That's yeah. kind of a jump. Yep. Yeah. 
probably not the ten percent rule, but not the ten percent <laughs> rule. No, um, so two hundred percent. Yeah, rule. exactly. And you know, with half of that being speed work, it's yeah. stupid. Um, <laughs> it all looked bad in hindsight, but at I the know. time, you don't think anything of it. I know, and those stupid Morton gels are powering me on. I was just like <laughs> on a mission. <laughs> yeah, enough Morton gels just to oh, fuel yeah. anything. Oh yeah, just a lot of caffeine involved. You know, a lot of yeah. stupid ideas. And they're <laughs> so, really strong as well. Yeah, it's what, I just a hundred milligrams or something, right? It's what two cups of coffee. Yeah, plus. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's huge. Yeah, so I was really, I was feeling good. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. You feel great oh, at the time. Great. Yeah. But as yeah, as you know, it catches up with you. It does. Yeah. Um, I think that's a pretty good race to kind of well race. Um, <laughs> it's a pretty. <laughs> it's Freudian slip. Um, uh, yeah. Um, I, it's a pretty good place to wrap this all up. Yeah. Um, any kind of last words of advice, people who are maybe don't know they're overdoing it. How would you kind of help them realize? Well, oh my God, that's a good question. I've actually gotten a couple of my um, musician friends into running yep. and, and they've uh, subsequently seen Phil uh, the past right. past couple of weeks. So uh, as you can see, I'm not the best running coach. <laughs> yeah. Um, and one of them actually said, oh, my ankle just feels a bit funny. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he kept running and did a 7.5K run after not having run before. Yeah. Because fitness wise, yeah, sure, that's all good. But legs. Legs, yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, if there is that little niggle mm. and if you've really upped it, you know. Yeah, put two and two together. Put two and two together. And yeah. that, you know, another friend, she, she's doing the couch to couch to 5k and she's doing 5k to 10k you know she's yep. really fit does you know Pilates yep. and yoga and all this stuff yeah. basically every day yeah um and you know suddenly went from sort of zero k's running to like eight k's mm. and and of course cardio wise she was fine yeah not a problem not but a problem um but yeah so she she had a little visit with phil um we both have the same taping going on at the moment mine's oh, hey. off but yeah so <laughs> That's you can do nuts. each other's. Yeah, yeah. First shower video. So, yeah, I don't know. If you if you feel that, that little niggle and if you feel like, you know, physically okay but sort of tendon-wise and joint-wise mm. not okay, yeah. totally listen to that because it's not worth it having to stop and ice yeah. your foot. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, taking uh, like a couple, of da- a couple of sessions off is a lot better than a couple of weeks. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And then having to build up from – before exactly you can't just jump into where you were you've got to go all the way back it's like building a house you don't just put bricks there you have to put the foundations down you know exactly so yeah i should listen to it i was gonna say you're, you're telling yourself what i'm an idiot <laughs> i'm so inspired on this run i'm gonna run it like you know seven minute k's and feel <laughs> good. it's gonna be you're gonna feel even more rewarded by running slowly i hope so <laughs> hopefully hey, yeah let me know how i will yeah um but yeah, no. So okay, listen to your niggles. Yeah. Um. Don't just push through things and and take it slow. Yeah. Um. I think what Phil always says is you're better off being conservative than doing too much. Yeah. Um. You know, and like even the ten twenty percent rule, they're they're the maximums. It's not oh, okay. I'll, I'll increase a bit more than ten percent next week. It's you know. That's it. That's it 10%. at the most. And if you're not feeling good, like you've had a stressful week at work, you know, you've been lift, you've been moving a house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you've been also got that stress on your body as well as you know everything else. Um, so you know, maybe stressful weeks you don't increase by ten percent, you just maintain. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. And, and yeah, just listen to your body. I think that's the best thing you can do. Do it, play wrong, please. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd say we're both speaking from experience. Oh, yeah, listen to your body. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. 
Sweet. That'll do us. Cool. Thanks. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> Pleasure. <laughs> That's it for another episode of the I'm Not A Runner podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, we'd love it if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you have any questions, comments, or want to come on the show, drop us an email at podcast at runningscience.com.au. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.